get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Carriker and Smallman here on 101 ESPN. I'm Michelle Smallman. Randy Carriker is out today. He's playing in a golf tournament. But we're lucky enough to have Danny Mack, the voice of the Cardinals, sitting in with us all day. But let's head into the to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and welcome in Brian Walton. He, of course, is the owner and operator of thecardinalnation.com. Great information there all the time. And you can follow him on Twitter at B underscore Walton. Brian, thanks so much for taking the time to join us this morning. How you doing? Great. It's a pleasure to be here, Michelle. Well, before we get into some of the questions we have about the training camps and minor league affiliates, Dan and I have spent the entire first segment talking about Carlos Martinez, another strong outing out of him yesterday. He went eight innings, and he's looked really great and really consistent so far this season. So where's your confidence level in Carlos Martinez? You know, it's really interesting to be on the the pre and post game zooms uh, with the Cardinals each day, because you can see not only the words that are being said, but the confidence that exuded by the player or lack of sometimes. And it's clear that Carlos Martinez feels really good about where he is right now. He spent a lot of time talking about his cutter as a pitch that he has great confidence in, and it's helped him with his other offerings as well. And right now he's on a roll and it's, let's face it, it's an important year for Carlos Martinez, given where he stands on his contract, a couple of option years ahead. And, you know, he's really playing not only for the but for his future as a major league starter. Hey, Brian, with the, uh, the minor league season getting going finally tomorrow after a full year off, uh, what is uh, your anticipation for what this may look like across the board with the minor leagues and with the Cardinals? Well, it's an exciting year, Dan. I mean, so much ground was lost last year uh, at the minor leagues. Yeah, there were a handful of players that were able to work out at the alternate camp, which was in Springfield last summer, but they weren't really able to play real games, and they weren't able to play against guys wearing other uniforms. And, you know, the vast majority of the 200-plus minor leaguers in the Cardinals system did not have had no organized activity at all. Now, they were given, you know, to-dos and how to work out and do the best they could in terms of trying to see live hitters or live pitching. But, you know, the reality is it was a lost year, but these players got another year older. They got another year toward free agency, and there's a lot of ground to be made up in this 120-game season across the minor leagues, which starts uh, tomorrow on Tuesday. Brian, there's a lot of names here that Cardinals fans are interested in. I think two that rise to the top are Matthew Libertor and Zach Thompson. What's their progression been like? You know, it's really interesting, Michelle. These are two pitchers who in 2019 were still at the Class A level. Um, and so, it, you know, what you're seeing is, now, now granted, they were in both of St. Louis' spring training camps last year and this year, and they were at the alternate site. But in terms of competition, the last time Matthew Libertor 
faced uh, hitters in a real game, he was in low class A. So for both of these guys, and, and for Thompson, he got a handful of games at high A in 2019. So for these guys to jump in competition from A ball all the way up to triple A really is a good indication of the progress that they've made as pitchers. And there's no doubt that these guys are going to be in the plans for St. Louis in 2022. And depending on injuries and how they perform, you know, you might see one or, or both of these guys get added to the roster and brought in to, to bolster the relief core later in the season if needed. Do you think in sticking on the, the pitching theme, Brian, that a lot of teams, including the Cardinals organization and Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com is our guest, they will use the piggyback system, meaning that a starter would go and then say, you know, you get four or five innings in that date and they know that someone else is going to come in, another starter, and follow that up and, and making sure that they're really careful with these arms and protecting the amount of innings that they get. It's going to be really fascinating to watch, Dan. And, and we have Zoom uh, interviews this afternoon with the managers at both Memphis and Springfield, and that's one of the questions I'm going to ask them. You know, how do they plan to, to manage their pitching staffs? But there are some interesting factors that are going on in the background that will impact this. One is that, of course, most of these pitchers did not pitch Uh, anything near a full workload. So there's going to be questions about, do you want minor leaguers to throw 120, 130, 140 innings this year, or do you want to be careful? And and of course a piggyback or tandem uh, would be one way to deal with that. The other thing that's, that's happened to help alleviate this potentially is that roster sizes have been increased in the minor leagues at the triple A and double A from the traditional 25 to 28. And then at class A up to 30. So what that means is organizations don't have to move a bunch of players around all the time. They can have larger rosters. And what we've seen in the early going is that the Cardinals have, as one would expect, loaded their their double uh, A, triple uh, A rosters, and, and same with with high A. And in fact, more pitchers than hitters because of that very question about how to manage workloads. Brian is Brian Walton is with us, owner operator of thecardinalnation.com. And Brian, we mentioned Libertor, Herrera. There are some names that fans certainly are aware of. But who's a player or two that has progressed really nicely that fans should be paying attention to? Well, you know, it's interesting to see across the system. Some of the players, you know, the outfield has been a little thin, but a guy named Lars Newtbar, who was a I think twenty eighth round or something like that, out of California a few years ago, has made uh, the Memphis roster, and he's a guy that you know, could pass Lane Thomas. Of course, we know about Scott Hurst already. Uh, Evan Mendoza is a guy who was originally a third baseman, can play some first base, but also now has picked up shortstop. And he could be a guy who could be in the uh, in the picture in terms of uh, middle infield reserves for the Cardinals this year. How about uh, Nolan Gorman? How do you think the Cardinals will use Nolan Gorman? We We all anticipate universal DH. Hopefully we get a CBA next year, but uh, third base, second base, outfield, where do you, where do you think they're going to play him the majority of the time in the minor leagues? Well, given the emergence of Tommy Edmond as not only a viable leadoff hitter, but also a very solid, strong second baseman, you know, fans have already decided, well, some fans have already said, well, Nolan Gorman playing second base, that isn't that big of a deal. Well, the commitment was made this spring, or actually last winter, for Gorman to really focus on second base in addition to maintaining his skills at third. And every indication I have is that he's going to continue on that route. He also has an outfielder's glove, but as far as I've heard, uh, he hasn't played out there yet. But again, Gorman's a guy that we're going to get to talk to via Zoom this afternoon, so we'll find out from him what the plans are. But I expect that he'll he'll play a mix of third and second base at Double A Springfield. And uh, like Yvonne Herrera, the catcher that Michelle mentioned, these two guys are you know 
basically now with the graduation of Dylan Carlson, these two are the top hitters in the system. I'm talking about Herrera and Gorman. And when they show that they're ready at double A, they'll get that promotion to triple A. I don't know if it'll be a month into the season, six weeks. A lot will depend on how they perform. But the key is there aren't guys in front of them that are going to block them at double A. And so while they're started at the lower level compared to Libertor and Thompson, for example, I think both Herrera and Gorman with a good start to the season at Springfield could definitely finish 2021 at Memphis. And that's important as you look ahead to potentially the major league roster next year. Hey, Brian, we'll wrap it up with this. Uh, the minor leagues are going to do a unique way of doing their games. They're going to start a series on a Tuesday and those two teams will play through all the way through Sunday with off days on Monday. How do you think this will play out? And do you think we'll see some bad blood between teams as they play a six game series going along? Yeah, that would be interesting to see. Certainly if there was an incident early in a series, you know, there would only be a couple of games more played before they move on and things cool down. But now with teams playing one another an entire week, you know, it puts a different spin on things. In fact, back to our earlier discussion about pitching rotations, would you really want to have a situation where you have the same pitchers uh, facing the same team in games one and six of a series? Another way, you know, we talked about the potential of a piggyback or tandem. Another option might be a six-man rotation for that very reason to show the opposing team a different pitcher each day. It'll be fun to watch because there are a lot of changes in the minor leagues this year. And, you know, the most important thing, as I said before, is to get development, get, you know, make up for that lost year of development for all these prospects. He's Brian Walton. Be sure to check out his great work at thecardinalnation.com. And, of course, you can follow him on Twitter at B underscore Walton. Great perspective, Brian. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Take care. Thanks, Brian. That is Brian Walton. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.